Dead in Hip Hop podcast album review, Dave East Survival. Before we get into the review, look, if you like this new format, you want to, if you want us to do more albums, definitely hit us up. Hit us up on Twitter. Um, communicate which albums you would like for us to do there. Also on our IG, um, we will definitely post which albums we're going to release in podcast format. Um, leave your comment there. Let us know if you like this format. Um, and if not, that's cool too. You know, I think we're definitely going to move forward with it. Um, and trying to give you guys more content it's not always going to be all five dead and hip hop members. So today doing this review, Davey survival is going to be me and Ken just, you know, one-on-one review instead of it being on video, it's audio. So again, if you guys like it, make sure you hit us up, blow us up on our at mentions, whether you like it or not, we'll definitely um, have that conversation and into the review, man. Um, Davey survival. So Ken, um, Dave East is a Harlem, New York artist. Um, he came out with a mixtape called Dark Rose, and from that, Nas signed him. And then they kind of turned that, oh, Nas signed him to Mass Appeal, and then they kind of turned that deal into a Def Jam deal, and also Nipsey Hussle was involved with um, management deal mm. as well um, through... I'm not sure which, and you know, I know everything Nipsey Hussle. I don't even know what the hell his management company was named, but I just know that, you know, they had ties together. So I think that was pretty dope. And I, I get confused with Dave East and what debut means to Dave East mm. because he's had several debuts and people talk about this being a debut as well. And I think because he's had his Mass Appeal debut, and then I think he's had, obviously, his mixtape debut. And then this is the first um, project on Def Jam, if I'm not mistaken, which it is. So this is his Def Jam debut. Hmm. So not many artists have multiple debuts like this. Unless you're Dave East. <laughs> yeah, unless you're Dave East. But even Kendrick did something like that, too, right? Like with mm -hmm. Section 80 and The Good Kid, Mad City, those were considered two separate debuts. So it's very interesting. But, um, you know, one thing for me... Um, when it comes to hip hop music in general, I always feel like I want to know who the artist is. Give me a piece of who you are so that way I can connect with you. And it's so interesting because I've I've listened to pretty much everything Dave East, like uh, Kiari Chanel, um, Paranoia, which is probably my one of my favorites. Just that production that, you know, y'all already know I like the bump in the whip. So Paranoia, um, especially that intro track with Jeezy, that's like a, Gangsta Jeezy fucking intro. Um, Dark Rose, I listen to that. I listen to Karma. I listen to pretty much almost anything Dave East because I enjoy how he'll take like a trap beat and he sounds so New York mm -hmm. and he sounds so comfortable over that. But then he could go on the boom bap beat and sound so perfect because his aura is so New York, right? So, so I've always been enamored with Dave East. And this album was the first time that I felt that I actually got to connect with him, hmm. to kind of understand the things that drove him, how he was, you know, growing up in school. He got a, that track, um, what is it, 17, you know what I'm saying, where he's just kind of talking about being a, a teenager again, um, you know, going through the hallways, teachers talking about, oh, you know, are you going to go to class? He's like, nah. You know, so 
you know, I think this is the first time that I've heard Dave East just really kind of touch on the things that made him um, who he is. And my bad, it's not 17, it's on my way to school. But, um, you know, and, and, and I like that. Like, I like when artists can be introspective, yeah. give you a glimpse of who they are. And throughout this project, he he kind of did that. You know, he, he, he shed light on why he is who he is, what it was like growing up in Harlem. Yeah, um, I think he got a little bit more of that with Mama, I Made It. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I didn't really think about it that way in terms of connecting with Dave East. And I guess if you're dropping a, another debut album, you have more name recognition than before. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one of the things that you've always harped on, like introduce me to who you are, mm-hmm. you know, as, as a person so I can connect with you. And then moving forward, I can decide if I like your music to, to rock with you or not. But um, I, I think with this one, man, like, I definitely listen to Dave East stuff, and I do follow him, and I think he is a very, very good rapper. But I think there's something missing with him, and I don't know what it is. And I got that same feeling when I listened to this project. And what's interesting about Survival is that we talk more about what the album sales may or may not be than the actual album. And I think that when you're a guy like Dave East that dropped an album that got a dope-ass song with Nas on here, Mm-hmm. Like that's what we should be talking about. We should yeah. be talking about Godfather Four. Yep. But obviously, you know, the the first problem for me with this album is is obviously the length. It's an hour and eighteen minutes, and the reason why that is a problem with this particular project is because I don't feel like there was enough diversity on the in terms of production to keep me fully invested or interested as I listen to it. I think when it comes to Dave East rhymes and the way he's rapping, that feels pretty much the same throughout the track either. I didn't hear a lot of variety and flow. And you know what? That's a Dave East kind of thing, right? Like he doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily give you a lot of variety. Like with his with his voice or his flow, with his inflections, right. he doesn't give you that. And even from a production standpoint, like when he goes like trap, he goes like all trap. And then when he gives you boom bap, he gives you all boom bap. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't... I don't think he does a really good job of kind of finding a like a balance, a happy medium. It, it's very difficult for him. I would say like out of all his projects, the one that had the most happy medium was uh, Kiari Chanel. But even that still kind of felt samey. So I so I get it when people don't like Dave East. Like I definitely think he's an acquired taste when it mm-hmm. comes to his music. Either you like him or you don't. And I know that the women love like my wife loves him. Yeah. We know uh, Rod was like, hey, stop talking about Dave East because we know Naomi <laughs> likes and, and women love him obviously for different reasons. He's a sex symbol and, and he models and he he's an actor and he does all that type of stuff too. But um, but yeah, from the music perspective, he and I don't want to say that there's something missing, mm-hmm. right? Because that that means that like you're not a complete artist, and I think he is. I just, uh, for lack of a better term, there there is something that just doesn't fully always connect there. Yeah, and and I think the other thing, the takeaway that I had is like, what type of rapper are you gonna be? Are you gonna be a boom bap rapper, or are you gonna be like a trap rapper? Like you have songs on here with Lil Baby, Gunna, mm-hmm. you know. Then you have the the Mozzie E40 song mm-hmm. on here, but then you got Nas, DJ Premier, Jay Black, Rick Ross. Yeah, Rick Ross is like what what, and I I'm all for because I know that kind of runs a little counter to what I was saying, but I'm also I'm all for being diverse and being different and having some variety. But even when they have their them featured on the album, I didn't 
it didn't feel like it was that much of a difference for me from the other stuff. Yeah, 100%, right? And it's kind of like, you know, earlier today we recorded Denzel Curry um, Unlocked, right? Mm -hmm. And when we talk about growth and we talk about doing something different, like that that project with Kenny Beats and the beats that he got on that were so diverse, right? So different. You also hear uh, Denzel Curry having to kind of match that. You get the different inflections. He did the thing like DMX. He, you know, mm -hmm. he did a lot of different things, and it's kind of like, Davies is just even kill. Like he's just, he's kind of like in his own pocket. And it's nothing that happens from a from a production standpoint that makes a move. It's almost like because Davies plays basketball, right? Like mm -hmm. when we watch these point guards and people that handle the rock and you try to put pressure on them and they just play at their own pace and it seems like Dave East raps at his own pace and it doesn't matter how the beat changes around him you're just gonna get Dave East the rapper mm -hmm. which again like I've accepted just just because I I definitely like his voice I think he has one of the best you voices like his voice. I like his voice really yeah and you know what and and and, and when I say that a lot of people are like they have the same mm. reaction because I, I think you either like it or you don't like it. And I think he has a really good voice for hip hop. And that's one of the reasons, one of the factors why I enjoy his music. And again, because he just sounds so New York. And I think it's almost like um, Little John, uh, the Crunk Music Days. I want to say it's the last song on that project. You already know I'm bad with names and songs and all of that. But when he had Jada Kiss on there, Ice Cube on there, and you hear this crunk southern music but with these fucking new york rappers mm. that contrast that that dichotomy it just sounds so good so that's why i like davies like i love like i said I, I love paranoia i love um that intro track with jeezy like you hear them fucking drums hit you hear that trap and then you hear this super new york cat like it just it works for mm -hmm. me it doesn't work for everybody but I, it works for me yeah and it's not like i'm I'm in the middle of his voice. I'm pretty neutral on it, mm -hmm. um, but I'm I'm waiting for like what's that X factor that he has? What's that it? You mm -hmm. know, um, you know, it's not the looks for me, obviously. Um, but I don't hear anything else. Like, is it gonna be the production? Does he pick the beats to rap over? Is it gonna be how he raps? Is it gonna be the things about he raps? The things that he rap about, and I don't hear it. But you know, I do think that there are some things that I, some songs that I do like on here. I, like I said, I mentioned earlier, Godfather 4. Yes, dope. Like, like, oh, my God, that was that was dope as hell. Uh, you mentioned On My Way to School. I like that. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit more introspective. Uh, Mama, I made it. I, I did like that one, too. I thought that was cool. I do like the song with Rick Ross, OG. Yes. Yeah. Because you know what, man? One. That's that, Look, and I say it all the time when I talk about Rick Ross, that type of like like almost R&B-ish type mm -hmm. beat, airy, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where that's Ross's sweet spot. And when you can get Ross on a feature like that, man, like, it's, it's magic. It's magic. Yeah. That, that That's one of my favorite tracks, too. Yeah. Um, what about Devil Eyes with Mozzie and E-40? Now, I could do without E-40, and that's no disrespect. I just don't fuck with E-40 like that. I'm bro. sorry. I just, I don't like the, the, it is what it is. But Mozzie, though? Man, like that—that's one of them that we need to review on this. Mozzie, on, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I like Mozzie. Mozzie's cool. I don't think I had a problem with with that one. Um, yeah, I think that one was cool. And you know, I'm a I'm an old head, so I rock with E40. I listened to him when I was growing up, so yeah, I like that one. Um, I do love Baby though. Um, okay, you know that's the one that had the Marvin Gaye sample, mm -hmm. and I immediately took to that because of it. But I don't think that 
Davies messed it up either because sometimes you can rely a little bit on too much on the sample if mm-hmm. people know what the, what it is, and then you have nothing to kind of go with it. But I think mm-hmm. overall, I think it was a definitely a, a a good song, and I think he, I think he did it justice. And I think to follow that up with, along with ja- Jacquez, even though I'm not uh, Jacquez, ja- Jacquez. That that's I think that's how oh, he says his name. Jaquise. Jaquise. Yeah. I don't mean, I don't want to disrespect the king of R and B. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but um but I like that one too, because I think that sampled Jodeci. Mm-hmm. I think that sampled Jodeci. Uh Freak. That, that Freak? one was nice. That yeah. One was nice. That one was cool too. Um, you know, R and B samples kind of was something I think the ladies would like. Mm-hmm. You know, if he if he and, dropped that. And that was like you know, I, and I hate the fact that commercial artists, I feel like they typically follow a formula. And even though this didn't sound like your prototypical commercial sounding album, mm-hmm. that was the radio hit for the ladies. Mm-hmm. That 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 was the one. How how'd you feel about the joint with Max B? Wanna be a G? I, oh wait 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 wait! I did like that one, uh, mm-hmm. and, and I'll tell you why because I think that was the remix. It was like, it, wait no no no! I'm getting. I'm getting okay. that confused with 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 uh, Purple Haze too. Okay. Never mind. Let me okay. walk that back. I got you. Um, Want to be a G? You know what? I I, I like Max B, man. It's um, an acquired taste too. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. He is. He is. That whole wavy shit is different. It is, but you know, I also think that again is another example for me. I think where you just throwing people on the album just to have them on the album, man. It's almost like. Like the features is gonna propel and sell your album. Oh man, I got Rick Ross. Imagine the interview. I got Rick Ross on there. I got Fabulous on there. I got Gunna on there. I got Max Yeah, and it's like it's like that's great. And you got this 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 I guess this budget because you with you either got a budget or you got um, Nas, mm-hmm. and so it's a lot easier to make those connects and get those calls. But you don't have to use everybody. I think being able to pick and choose who to use or how to use them um, would 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 benefit Davies in this album a lot. I think he definitely need to, need to um, cut out a lot of the fat on here uh, and trim it down a little bit. And maybe it wouldn't feel as you know samey and sometimes stale as it does. Yeah. So 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 you you would think like maybe like fifteen sixteen tracks most at most. Yeah, like I think you can five. get away with that because I think at that point, you know, it comes down to do you like one or two individual songs or not. And at that point, I think the majority of the album would be strong enough to survive on its own. And then it comes down to personal taste, even though most music is subjective anyway. Yeah. So so that leads me to um, the last track, The Marathon Continues. So, so you know, like, like I said earlier, um, Nipsey and Dave East definitely had a very tight relationship as uh, Nipsey and the whole Marathon uh, management deal um and a lot of times when you would see Nipsey you would see Dave East mm-hmm. um I know uh Dave East was also featured on Nipsey Slauson Boy 2 mixtape as well um damn, I can't remember the name of the track but it was a dope track um but yeah man just hearing especially around when Nipsey passed and everything and even uh Jay Stone I, that's another album that I want to do too um you know, just hearing all of these tributes, man, it, it, it was it was really touching, and and you could tell that it was it was deeper than rap 
for that relationship. You know what I'm saying? It was deeper than music. You could tell that Nipsey inspired Davies and, and gave him a lot of gems. And, you know, he, he really touched on that. So I, I think that that was definitely one of my favorite songs on, on the album as well. Yeah, I did um, like that song. I thought it was a great way to end the album. Um, it was a good closing track. And, you know, I, I, I think he did him justice, man. I think Nip, Nipsey, you know, will be proud of that, um, especially, I mean, he know Nip probably a lot mm-hmm. more than, you know, than I do, definitely. Um, so I think he would have a good idea of what Nip would rock with and what it, what he wouldn't. Mm-hmm. All right, so favorite tracks, Ken. What, what, what was you messing with on this? Uh, Godfather 4. Mm-hmm. Give me Baby. Give me the marathon continues. That's three. Uh, give me the intro track. They want to kill you. Okay. And uh, you know what? I, I'll I'll take a long. I'll take that one. Too. I bet. So for me, give me uh, Godfather Four on my way to school. Uh, give me OG. Um, and give me the marathon continues. Those are my favorite joints. So yeah, man. So that's that's the Davy East survival um, review. Again, if you guys like this format and want more content in this manner, make sure you blow us up. Hit us up on Twitter. Y'all already know that in hip hop on Twitter, hit me up personally, FIFO twenty four seven. Hit up KBNG at KBINGE. If you think this is a great idea, blow up everybody. Make sure that you hit up everybody. Tell everybody to download this, to subscribe to the Dead End Podcast feed. You know what I'm saying? And we will do more. And then we're also eventually going to come up with some type of voting system to give you guys a voice as to which joints we do in the podcast format. And again, this is kind of us coloring outside of our lines that we've created for the YouTube channel. Cool. Appreciate you guys listening. Uh.